This week on the Redeemed Marriage Podcast, we are bringing back uh, one of our favorite times of the year and a series that we like to do about Christmas movies. So as we welcome in the Christmas season, we're going to be going through some of our favorite Christmas movies, and we're going to be telling some marriage lessons that you can learn from those Christmas movies. And today will be one of our all-time favorite movies, and we're going to be talking about unmet expectations in your marriage, especially around the holiday season. So stay tuned. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and we are really looking forward to starting off this little mini-series with you uh, because we I don't think we realized how many people enjoyed this, and we were I think we were doing some marriage coaching the other day, and somebody referenced... Uh, one of our podcasts about the Christmas movies that we did. And I went back and looked, and that was two years ago. That's crazy. Yeah, so... It's time. It's time. It's time to bring them back. Speaking of it's time, it's turbo time! (laughs) What a fantastic transition that was not even planned. You're welcome. Speaking of time, (laughs) it's turbo time! Um, okay, so bef- they don't know what we're talking about. No, they don't, but we're about to tell them. Uh, so real quick, we're going to over the next three or four weeks. I don't know. How, I actually don't know how many podcasts will come out uh, before Christmas. I think it's four. Okay, but I'm three sure. or four. So we're going to be telling our favorite, some of our favorite Christmas movies. And we're going to dive into those movies and tell some marriage lessons that you can learn. So if you're looking for something to watch during this Christmas season, watch one of these movies and then think about the marriage lesson that we're going to talk to you about. And so for the first one, uh, we have to admit, so uh, two years ago when we did this series, we talked about... Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, It's a Wonderful Life, and Jingle All the Way. And so we didn't really remember which ones we had done, Uh, but we started thinking today about some of the marriage lessons that we wanted to talk about during the holiday season, and one of them, we just were thinking about Jingle All the Way. We didn't really realize that we had talked about it, but we did a completely different mm-hmm. type of marriage lesson. So many lessons learned so from Jingle All the Way. So <laughs> many lessons. So many. We even made up our own, and that's what we want to talk to you about. We made something up to go along with Jingle All the Way. If you have not, and we know that we don't know when people are listening to this, but most people are going to listen to this really soon after it comes out, probably in the first few days. But, uh, and so if that's the case, we want to make sure that you know about our brand new marriage resource that we put out this past week. And so you can get it. Uh, it's free. It's a free um, PDF download, and it's called the 12 Dates of Christmas. Not the 12 Dates of Christmas, 12 Dates of Christmas. And you can get that by going to our website, theredeemedmarriage.com. There's a really easy link that you can click on at the very top. It's going to ask you for your email address, and then it's going to take you straight to the PDF file. And you will be able to to find 12 creative dates 
for you and your spouse during the holiday season. I can hear somebody now. Who's got time for 12 dates? And you don't have to do all of them. Mm -mm. You can just pick one or two or three to do. And not all of them cost money. A few of them require some money. And not all of them will require babysitters either if you have children. That's right. That's right. And not a lot of money, the ones mm -hmm. that do. But just um, just to give you some ideas of things to do um, as a couple. Yeah. Or a family. You can adapt them to however you want to. Um, So you can change some things up if you don't necessarily love all the stuff that we uh, suggest. But they're really simple. um, Twelve great holiday Christmas date ideas. And, um, yeah, so make sure you go and get that. We've already had lots of people that have gone and downloaded it, and we've gotten lots of great comments. And we, you know, Heather mentioned you don't have 12. Nobody has time probably for all 12. If you do, that would be incredible. Um, You can tell us all about it. But we even have said we're going to try to pick just a couple of those, two or three, um, and make sure that we do them. And we'll do some pictures and videos and and kind of share our experience with those. But one of them has to do with Jingle All the Way. It's number 12. It's number 12. <laughs> I'll let you tell it. Okay. Why? Because it was my idea? In a way. <laughs> it really was your idea. But this is funny. Because most of y'all are going to look at it and you're going to go, Oh, Rusty definitely thought of number 12. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was Heather. Well, and I will not bore you with how we got Finally to this one, but we started off with, um, I said, what about strip poker? (laughs) And he was like, what does that have to do with Christmas? So we took that theme and, or the idea of strip poker and made it Christmas related. So we were trying to think of a great Christmas movie that is super fun to watch. And one of our favorites is the old Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, Jingle All the Way. And I said, what about... Every time he says, turbo, it's turbo time. You have to take off a piece of clothing, like both (laughs) of you. So you have to watch the movie and listen to it. And every time you hear somebody say it's turbo time, you have to take off a piece of clothing. Mm -hmm. There you go. Free. That is free fun. Free fun. Well, you might have to rent the movie. Maybe. It may be somewhere streamable. I don't know. But, yeah, free fun. We actually, I think we own it on because we've bought it before, Mm -hmm. like on Apple. Yeah. Um, And then the funny part is ever since we decided we were going to do that one, like you can't imagine how many times we've laughed through somebody just saying, it's turbo time, because it just makes you laugh and your kids don't know what you're talking about. And it's just comical. Yep. So it's a great movie, and uh, it's definitely one of those that you need to try out on the date night um, and try the suggestion. But we're going to also, because we're moving into our um, marriage lesson for the day, we're going to talk about Jingle All the Way and give you a great marriage example from that. So um, this is very dangerous because Heather, when she... uh, praise and when she tells a story and they are long but i'm gonna give her the opportunity to quickly summarize jingle all the way oh it's arnold schwarzenegger and sinbad hilarious all right yeah they're funny go okay quick version okay okay okay. so much pressure okay so sinbad and his wife um, and they oh have a, my dear goodness! It's I Arnold know, Schwarzenegger <laughs> and his wife. 
Do you want me to take over? <laughs> no. Okay, go. Um, I'm trying to think of his name in the movie. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh-huh. I don't know. I can hear her saying it. Oh, gosh, that's going to drive me crazy. Okay, it doesn't matter. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character and his wife and Howard. Have, Howard, that's right. Howard, where are you? And they have one little boy. He's nine-ish, I guess, ten-ish. And all he wants is one toy called Turbo Man. And that's all he thinks about. Like, it's the only gift. And the night before Christmas Eve, um, she just happens to say, you did get the doll, didn't you? And he panics. He doesn't tell her, though, that he didn't get it. So the next morning, he says, hey, I've got to run to the office real quick. And he spends the whole day trying to um, track down a Turbo doll because it's the most popular toy. Think Tickle Me Elmo back in the day. Like, it's the hot toy, and nobody has it. But he spends all day trying to um, find the toy. He runs into Sinbad, who's also trying to find the toy, and they kind of are in a race to see who can find it first. Do you want me to tell the ending, too? Oh, no. It doesn't matter. Because then I'd hate to ruin the movie for somebody. Right, right, right. So, yeah, so it's just... um, And the thing about the... The uh, the day, I mean, it's a it's an all day thing that mm-hmm. he's out looking for this, and he never really tell he doesn't tell his wife right. because he's he's already in this pattern of letting his family down, yep. family and, and son, like son, wife yeah. and son. Yeah, so he you know he's he's late for karate yep. performances. Missed you know, it. he just mm-hmm. misses things. He's always so busy, and so even on the day of like Christmas Eve when he's out looking all over. There were all of these expectations that his wife had for him, and he was missing all mm-hmm. of them mm-hmm. and not doing all of them because um, he was out looking for this doll. Right. Uh, right. Because that was about to be an unmet expectation. So, anyway, the movie is just full of expectations and unmet expectations. And so. We started thinking about just how real life that is, especially for the holiday season. And so some of the unmet expectations that may come along or some of the expectations that might come along. And then how do you prevent those from coming becoming unmet expectations? Yeah. And then, you know, the other thing that I was thinking about, excuse me, is that to me, when one thing, when one expectation is unmet and then the next one happens, I think that every time it just gets easier and easier to see that expectations aren't being met. Like you get frustrated about one and then the next one happens and that's worse and that's worse. And I think that happens more during the holidays because our world in general has built an expectation around Christmas. You know, like you see commercials on TV of what it looks like. You see on Instagram, social media, all the things that the world says it's supposed to look like. And then when it doesn't look like that in your home, that's an unmet expectation Mm. of just even an idea of what it's supposed to be like. And I didn't really, we didn't talk about this, but I'm going to go ahead and tell. Um, Today, I, like less than an hour ago, I said, this has just not been my day. I need to go to bed and try again tomorrow. Mm. And I feel like I had one expectation, unmet expectation after another today. And you kind of get into that pattern and then it's easier to see. So I'm walking into church 
And we sit on the front row or second row because I get really distracted in the back. And so we're walking up and I turn the corner. I have my coffee in my hand. Our four family is together for the first time in a long time. I've just like pumped about this day at church, Christmas season, Christmas decorations, all this up. And I turn and I step on the edge of my outfit, (laughs) my pants and fall, fall in church, second row, thousands of people watching. (laughs) And I was mortified. I was so embarrassed. My coffee kind of splattered over um, two or three seats. And anyway, my expectation is here I am surrounded by my three boys. Surely one of them is going to be like, oh my gosh, mom. Oh my gosh, Heather, are you okay? Did you hurt anything or blah, blah, blah. I turn around and all three of them are dying laughing. And I'm like, what I mean, of course, I can't show because I'm mad. I'm embarrassed. I just and that my expectation was not met. So I kind of sit through church a little bit fumy, a little bit embarrassed. And then we go out into the car and I am pumped because I'm an Alabama fan. If you did not know, have been born and raised an Alabama fan. And they got into the um, playoffs. Okay. There's some people that are that might cancel us now. Oh gosh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not an, my boy, I'm not an no, Alabama fan. Rusty, nor either one of my boys. I'm like, how did I not get an Alabama fan out of both boys? But they're both Ole Miss with Rusty, and so they. I'm so excited. I'm doing a little dance in the driveway, and they're like, "This is rigged. This is stupid. Florida State should go." And I'm like. Here I am again, no support, nobody loves me, no, and and it just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew, and I got more frustrated, and 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 like, and I know better, like I I knew what was happening, and I still had trouble reining it in, so like that's just a random December day, so during the holidays, I know for sure that this problem is going to be, people are going to have this problem of just one unmet expectation after the other. So we need to give them great resources and thoughts on how to prevent that from happening. Well, and and I'll say this too, your unmet expectations actually started well before that. And you may not even realize it, but I realized it. So as we were getting ready for church this morning, you you know, you were running a little bit late, mm-hmm. um, which is not unusual. And uh, wait, what? Did somebody say that? <laughs> Did I hear something? Um, so, so I was standing by the door, kind of waiting. You finally came out from the back. And the first thing you were like, you, you your coffee wasn't ready. It wasn't. I mean, your coffee was not poured into a mug. Mm-hmm. And you didn't say like you caught yourself but you almost wanted, I could feel it, that you almost wanted to say to me, why have you not poured my coffee mm-hmm. in my mug? Mm-hmm. But you didn't tell me to. Yeah. I made your coffee mm-hmm. this morning. Mm-hmm. And so you did stop yourself, but I could just tell yeah. by your attitude. Well, it was like, I'm running late. Because you just kind of went, well, I'm, I'm, I mean, I wait, my coffee's not. Re-, and then you kind of stopped yourself. Yeah. And then, and then I'm standing by the door. And so I was like, okay, well, she's got to fix her coffee. And then you had, you had several things because you hadn't put on, put on your makeup yet. And you still had your, (laughs) you still had your, your, um, your Bible and your earrings and everything. And you said, are you? Maybe, maybe you could help, and like your tone started as, 
why are you not over here helping me carry this stuff out the door? But you stopped yourself. Gosh, I'm good at stopping you did. myself. <laughs> you did stop yourself, and you said, and you were like, hey, can can you help me carry some of this? But again, you never you never asked mm-hmm. me to. Yeah. I had no idea you had all of that stuff. And mm-hmm. some of it had to do with your earrings and stuff being on top of your Bible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, well, how was I supposed right. to know? Well, so, and see that, I mean, like this is the perfect real life example to what we're talking about. Because I never, com- all I had to say was, do you mind fixing my coffee? Absolutely. But in my mind, I'm thinking he knows I'm running late. And so he's just standing here waiting on me. Can he not see that my coffee's not done? Can he not see that I don't have enough hands to carry this? But in reality, you can't because that's not how you're wired. And so I, and I know that, but I do not choose to voice that sometimes. And, and, but when both times you said you stopped yourself and the reason for that is I know, oh, I should have just said, will you fix my coffee? Mm. And so I and like we still deal with this all the time. I went we went straight to church. They had a little breakfast for people who were helping um, like ministry wise. And we went in, in to have our breakfast and I, the, a friend of mine was sitting there and I could tell all over her face that she was not having a good morning. And I was like, are you good? And she was like, yeah. And I said, well, and I just, I just shared, I said, Rusty's so frustrated with me because we were running late, you know, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, oh my gosh, that happened at my house too. And she just started telling the whole morning that it happened. And I was like, I hope that by me saying that you were so frustrated with me because we were late, it just made her feel like she's not the only one in the world. Mm -hmm. And that's another expectation around Christmas. You think you're the only people in the whole world that are having issues. And I know that around Christmas time, people get busier. And so, you know, you're going to this party and that party and that event and this parade. And, you know, you're trying to get all the things done. And so busyness adds fuel to the fire of unmet expectations. Well, I think the main point here is you have to talk, like you have to communicate what expectations are. And if you don't communicate those things, you really can't get upset because you were just expecting them to know. And I know that there's people out there that just feel like, well, it doesn't mean as much if Mm -hmm. I have to tell them. Or, Mm -hmm. And I get that, but there's also this real balance of there's lots of things that go on in your marriage that you probably don't tell your spouse and they do it anyway. And those things get overlooked. Yeah. But you don't overlook the things that you forget to tell them and they don't do. That's right. You, those are the things that just, like you said, they just one thing on top of another and you get more and more frustrated. Like I got frustrated that you didn't pour my coffee when you knew we were running late for church. But in reality, if I'd stopped to think like you made my coffee this morning Mm -hmm. and I didn't take a minute to say, Hey, thanks for making my coffee. Mm -hmm. It was just, Oh my gosh, why didn't you pour, think to put, you know, pour my coffee. But I also know that it takes several times of telling somebody or just telling them that something's important to you. Like I, I have told you and I tell the boys and a matter of fact, our youngest even said something about it the other day. I came in um, 
from getting my nails done. And usually I have, I mean, for a while I would have to, you know, wiggle my fingers in front of y'all face, your face and say, like my nails, like my nails, like my nails, you know, and, and then they just kind of got to where they knew, oh, I need to comment on those, mm-hmm. you know, because it's important to me. Do you think they're pretty? And because I'm the only girl and there's no other girl around that would notice. So I've trained y'all to notice. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, Logan, not too long ago said, mom, thanks for teaching me to do that. I said something about my teacher's nails. Um, looking. I said, oh, did you get your nails done? They look great. She was like, you noticed? And I was like, yes. I was Hmm. like, you know, but it, but I taught him that that was important to me. And so it's okay to tell your spouse, this is something that's important to me. This means a lot to me when you do that. Even if you have to tell them several times to where they can learn, oh, okay, that's important because it may not be important to them at all, but because they love you and it's important to you, they'll do it. Yeah. So as we hit the holiday season, there are lots of things that could be expectations that, you know, if they're not communicated well, Mm -hmm. then it could go really bad for the whole holiday season. Um, And an obvious one of those is just the whole gift giving thing. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if the thing is, everybody's different. So it'd be really hard for us to really talk on that subject of saying, well, you know, you need to tell your spouse what you want. Like Mm -hmm. some people don't want to know what they want, but that's, if that's the the case, Mm -hmm. that's the expectation. The expectation is I don't want to know what I'm getting. I I want you to go, I want you to go and surprise Mm -hmm. me. So that's okay to make sure that your spouse knows that. And, you know, you need to definitely talk about, um, money and budget and how much are we spending on people's gifts and how much are we spending on each other's gifts and are we getting each other gifts, mm-hmm. you know? And then you've got the whole, where are we spending the Chris- Christmas day, you know? Are we are we going to your parents' house? Are we going to my parents' house? Are we staying at home? You know, all of that. Because if you just are go- flying by the seat of your pants, there somebody has expectations mm-hmm. And there's going to be unmet expectations, and it's going to call, especially during the holidays, it's going to cause World War III. Yeah. And then they just get worse and worse and worse, like I was talking about at the beginning. Mm-hmm. One thing happens, and then and you're frustrated. And so when the next thing happens, it seems way bigger than it would have been if it had been in isolation. Mm-hmm. But because it's one thing after the other after the other. And then all of a sudden, you're looking at your spouse and they can't do anything right. Yeah. You know, and it's like no matter what they do, they can't do it right because you're just that frustrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it just, there's so much of it is just being very upfront and willing to be upfront. I mean, there's going to be parties that you get invited to. And sometimes you just need to know the expectation, like, wait, is this something that you want me to go with, with you? Mm -hmm. Or is this, you know, just something that you're stopping by and saying, hey, and making Mm -hmm. an appearance? You know, there's all of that. There's the whole, you know, do we make, uh, we've got to make some food for this. You know, do you need my help making food? Well, you know, what, it's just, there's so many little expectations that you just need to make sure that you're on top of, the communication part of it. And even with these 12 dates of Christmas, you know, if you download this thing and you're so excited and you look at it and you're like, oh yeah, number whatever Mm -hmm. is, we're going to do that. Well, what if your spouse 
doesn't have, I mean, has no desire at all to do that. Mm -hmm. So those are even some of the things, you know, not that, I mean, you may decide, you may decide, look, here, I've got these 12 dates, you know, and they may say, surprise me, let's go do one and you can choose. Great. You've at least communicated that. But it might be that you need to, you know, you and your spouse need to talk about what of these is going to be fun. Or Heather had a great idea. She said, put them all in a hat, you know, put them all in a hat and draw one. And then whatever hap- whatever comes out, that's what you're mm-hmm. going to, that's mm-hmm. the one you're going to do. But I'm just saying, you don't want to waste opportunities for something good to happen because there's unmet expectations mm-hmm. along the way. Yep. Yep. And just like in that movie, how it, you know, at the very beginning, he just wasn't honest with his wife. Mm-hmm. Like if he had said, Hey, <laughs> I didn't get the toy. Mm-hmm. Like the, the turbo doll is nowhere to be found. Then she could have come on board and helped him or come up with a different plan. Or maybe, we, maybe we could do this until now she probably would have been mad. And that's what he was trying to avoid mm-hmm. is I don't want her to be mad at me. Cause she was already mad. Cause he had missed the karate thing. And, you know, and if he had just been honest from the very beginning, obviously it's a movie. Like that's why. <laughs> right. Um, that was the whole point of the movie. But I just thought how much easier it would have been if he had just been honest mm-hmm. with her. I guarantee you that's also so real life, too. I sure. mean, there's probably some people listening to this that are like, oh, I've lived that Christmas before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, you know, you do you do try to, you know there's an expectation that's being unmet and it's your fault. And so you try to cover it up, which mm-hmm. only makes it worse. And instead, you know, you just you just come come clean and you're honest and you're saying, hey, this is what happened. And then you as a team figure out what's the solution to it. Yeah, there might be some um, upset and frustration and all that. But then you, you you figure it out. But still, that's communication. And if you don't talk about it, then there's no way it's going to get any better. And Unless you get lucky. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're able to solve the problem without, uh-huh. without, them, without ever knowing. them ever knowing. But that doesn't, that rarely happens. Yep. So that, yep. that's, that's the biggest marriage tip of the day is that that rarely happens. So it's going to be found. I mean, you know, secrets. That's a whole nother story. <laughs> secrets are just no good. That's right. At all. Um, but yeah, I think that during, you know, there's, there's even more reason to be very, open and talk a lot during the holiday season because um, you're just, people are constantly buying presents. You're, you're making um, agreements to go here and do this. And man, when those things come up and they're just surprises to your spouse, it's hard. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, I wasn't planning to do that. I had Mm -hmm. no idea you were expecting me to have to do that. And I had already planned this and I was already thinking this, you know, and I wanted to get our kid this, and, you know, this was something that I already went and bought for them, and the kid told me that they wanted this, and so I got it, and it's just, there's a, it's a recipe for disaster, but it's also a great time to work on your communication skills, because there's so much going on, and it's so crucial at this time of the year, and so if you work on it, and you do it right, then it bleeds over into the everyday when it's not the crazy holiday season, and you just sort of get in this habit of making making sure that you're communicating what expectations are. Yep. All right. Did we cover it? I think, what, how much time do we have left? A couple of minutes. Okay, good. Can I say one more thing? Are you going to say, 
It's turbo no, not time. Yet, not yet, <laughs> but I am going to say this. Um, a lot of you, I, I'm sure that there's somebody listening that is thinking, I really don't even care if my husband or my wife lets me down, but my expectation this season is for them to not let down my kids. Mm. And I think that's a whole nother level that if you have a spouse that you feel like lets you down a lot and there's an expectation, some of you may be thinking, I can deal with it. I, you know, I can handle it. But when they let down my kid, that's a different story. Mm. And so be careful to communicate expectations that you have for your spouse when it comes to your children. Mm. You know, in that movie, that's what she was most mad about is that it was going to hurt her kid and that he wasn't coming to the Christmas parade and that he wasn't helping with the cookies. And, and that to her was worse than him letting her down. Mm -hmm. And so if it's expectations, like you need to be at their, at their Christmas program, You know, like you need to take off work and try to come to the school event. You need to, you know, whatever the expectation is, um, you need to be home on Christmas Eve. You know, whatever it is, go with us to the service. You need to make sure that if you have expectations for your spouse, even when it comes to your children, you need to communicate that Mm -hmm. to them. Because that sometimes, as a mom, I can say it would be harder for me to handle you letting down one of our kids more than it would be you letting down me. Yeah. So yeah. just an extra bonus thought there. Yeah. No, that's good. Cause I think that just goes right along with all of the unmet expectations. So, yep. um, yeah. So I think we're going to sign off. Um, it's turbo time. I was just fixing to say, now I can say it. <laughs> it's turbo time. All right. Make sure you go download the PDF of the 12 dates of Christmas and enjoy turbo time and tell us and (laughs) and tell us tell us how it goes for you tell us uh how those dates go we'd love to hear from you all right we'll see you guys next week 